and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's Mahawk's Geek Culture Podcast, where we talk about geek stuff, we talk about nerdy stuff, and we talk about all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me, as always, is my lovable band of ridiculous men, starting with Tony Jebediah Smith. What'd I do, baby boo? Jeremy Jeremiah Lee. Sinai Kana Dodi Chody. And Noel Jedediah Shefflin. If you wear pants, let me see you say A. 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 You don't wear pants? He's not that wearing sucked. pants. He's wearing he's wearing pants right now. I don't know. It's about episode <laughs> twenty five. They're jeans. Are they I don't know what you're talking about? Jeans? <laughs> They're not apple bottom jeans. Boots, boots with, with the, the fur. fur. With the, the fur. fur. Okay. If you guys like the show, be sure to support us over. Okay. Uh, just some context. Uh we have already been rambling for almost an hour. Yeah. Like yeah, incohesively rambling for Probably an hour before we record. Oh wow, it's an hour. So if you like the show, be sure to support us. Be sure to support us over on Patreon. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that, friend. <laughs> Let's jump right into the show, shall we? Yeah. We're going to start this week with another fun Isma geek fact of the mm-hmm. week. We yes. don't know what we're going to call it yet, but we're going to call it that for right now. <laughs> Noel, what is this week's fun fact? So this week's fun fact, fun fact, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Apparently, uh, before your boy Brian Singy made X Men, and singer Brian Singer, say it right. <laughs> say it. Well, I'm pretty sure his name is Brian Singy. Uh, Brian Singer, before he made X Men, Joss Whedon wrote a script for that, which was entirely rewritten by the time Brian Singer made X Men. But two lines: the exchange between Wolverine and Cyclops, where he says, "Prove it, you're a dick." <laughs> that was Joss Whedon. And uh, when Storm says to Toad, you know what happens to a Toad when it's struck by lightning? Same thing that happens to everything else. Yeah. That's exactly how she delivered the line yes. as well. Wow. It's and, exactly like that. And the source is from IMDb on uh, the original X-Men film. So, there you go. So what does happen? What? Uh, they get shocked. They get shacked. Got it. A lot to talk about this week, so let's just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Let's just dive into the ocean. Lot of, uh, a lot of Super Bowl teasers came out this week, little short Super Bowl. Super Bowl TV spots. We usually don't talk about TV spots because it's a lot of recycled material, mm-hmm. so we're not going to spend too much time on these, but there was a lot of new, a lot of new footage. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. Super Bowl always pulls out all the stops. Yeah. Man. But they're only like 30 seconds long, and uh, there's a lot of recycled footage, but there's some good stuff in that Logan trailer. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's talk about the Logan teaser. Yeah, young Logan. Dan, or Tony, anytime we bring it up, Tony's like, whoa, that trailer's so sick. So he's super oh, yeah, stoked dude, on I'm it. I'm freaking stoked. That shot of, uh, what is her name? X- what? X-23. X-23, thank you, because I didn't know, and I didn't want to say that wrong. Uh, when she jumps over... Oh yeah, Wolverine, straight like, flip and just stab them. Like, Whoa, what the hell was yep. that? Yeah, dude. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that was. She, she there's got two shots where she does that. Two claws in each hand. Yolo money. Yeah. Yes. Two claws. Two claws. Uh, no, I'm, I'm really. There was a really interesting shot too of uh, of Charles. Uh, Charles Xavier. Uh, Charles. Wow. <laughs> Charles. Hello, Charles. Hello, Charles. Hello, Charles. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you Are gotta stop doing, doing that. I don't know what that is. You're not speaking English. You're just making crazy noises like a little cartoon. I'm actually telling man. you your future because I actually traveled there and I saw what happened. Oh, I'm just they telling you. they speak like yeah, whatever they do. that is. How do you know? Okay, okay, okay. Back to what I was saying, Charles. Uh, <laughs> Charles, hello, Charles. All right. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Yeah. 
We're not even doing Charles Xavier impressions. We're doing <laughs> we're doing Magneto impressions. Him saying Charles. Hello, Charles. Fools. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not the last time you've heard us do that. Ewan All McKell- right, good. Just Ewan McKellen's great, dude. I love yeah. that guy. Um, Sir Ian McKellen. Oh, my bad. Uh, and there's a shot of him. There's like this really cool shaky camera effect yeah, they're doing. Yeah. He's like laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? there's a shot of Wolverine where he's doing that too, where he's. He's what, unsheathing his claws. He's snicking his claws, snicking. as they say. Snicked. And it's like that same shot. So something's happening with yeah, someone's mind in that scene, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, when I saw that originally, I was like, "This oh, so this is the first time they've even implied that P- Professor X is using his powers. Yeah. Because uh, in the previous trailers we've seen before, we don't see him use his powers at all. This mm-hmm. is the only time where I was like... It looks like he's using his powers. Is he using his powers? Which Probably is cool. and, using his powers. And if he is using his powers, do you guys think he's going to be his power? His abilities are going to be uh, slightly more limited. No, than usual. You know I what? So. It actually reminds me. It doesn't look like he's the one using his powers. It looks like someone's using their powers on him. Mm. You think to hold him down? Maybe so. Maybe Jean Grey is there. Hmm. Interesting. No, I think the something's happening time, inside of him. I think he's. I think he's trying to do something and it's hurting him. I'm not. He's pushing well, himself. okay, that could happen too. But then the way I saw it was that uh, the last time I saw that kind of style of effect was when they were traveling back in time in mm. Days of Future Past. Do you think Professor X is going to die? Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Does feel- he die though, or does he just transcend to another plane of existence? <laughs> I mean, that's a whole whatever serves the story. I guess. <laughs> Whole can of worms. Yeah. They're tomatoes, not worms. Oh, cool. Do we think Wolverine's going to die? Ooh. Ooh, I don't even want to think about that. I, I, You know, a part of me is like, yeah, they'll kill him off. But then a part of me is thinking he's Wolverine. So m- a part of me also thinks that that's a bad business decision. Agreed. <laughs> I feel like he's not going to... I feel like they're going to... Crap, what movie? Or not a bad business decision, but more like an unfavorable one. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel they're like not going to kill off their biggest cash cow. Totally. I mean, even if he's retiring, I feel like they're going to pull a Dark Knight Rises. Spoiler alert for Dark Knight Rises. And you're going to see... Uh, you're going to see him at the end doing, like, lumberjacky stuff. Living on his own, being, like, totally retired, just out of it. Gone his separate way, just, like... And then we're going to think he died, and then they're going to show him doing something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what I think. Wait, Jeremy, what did you just say? He, nothing, Stupid. Dude. Just ignore it. Just, just gloss past <laughs> it. Just we it. have to gloss past it? We, we gotta absolutely gloss past it. have okay. to. <laughs> just, we, all, we all heard it. We're just glossing past it. <laughs> no, you're, you're uh, probably um, the what, bro? most excited oh, for yeah. this film. <laughs> did this teaser give you anything to get more excited about? Oh, yeah, less excited absolutely. About? I'm... Uh, I mean, oh, absolutely. every trailer I see for this movie gets me more excited, but yeah. I just like seeing uh, um, Logan and, and X-23 work together. Yeah. Um, my favorite like dynamic in a movie has always been an adult and a, and a child, because mm-hmm. they can teach each other so much, and usually the adult doesn't like the child, and it just makes it funny for me. Like, yeah. Bad Santa is one of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Iron like, Man 3. Iron Man 3, but that, that, those parts were funny. Just, yeah. I just like that dynamic. Dude. The Last of Us? Yeah, The Last of Us, exactly. Mm. Um, yeah, the uh, the juxtaposition of the two different personalities side yeah. by side is 
can create very interesting dynamic for sure. Uh, for sure. So I get, I'm, what you and mean. I'm excited to see. I'm excited. It's R-rated, dude. I'm just excited to see blood, because like there will be blood. There yeah. would be blood in a yeah. Wolverine movie. Um, kind of. I mean, you see him straight up stabbing fools. Yeah. And there's this. Oh, there's this one shot where he's like crawling on the ground, oh, all yeah, bloody. I, oh, I was yeah, like, oh god, cool. what's happening? Dude, that shot of him grabbing the villain, that that looks he just looks He looks so mean. He looks like he's so angry, like he's he was whole I can just you get so much just from that one split second shot Mm -hmm. of him just looking at him and just like changing. You're just like, ooh. He's like, whoa! I bet you this scene is intense. Like happened. Do you guys feel like he's going to start the movie as a pacifist like he does in the comic and then eventually have to turn to violence? Yeah. <clears throat> that's what it seems like. Yeah. From that- what I'm gathering, he's like taking care of Xavier. Mm. Like they're like in hiding somewhere, and he's like kind of like watching over, hmm. like try- like taking care of like an older Xavier, and then yeah, she somehow. There's a comes clip along. that was just on Facebook that we just saw that shows. It's hard to gather like what was happening in that yeah, scene, but it was at nighttime, and I'm assuming outside of a water reservoir type place where it seems like that's the only source of water around mm-hmm. nearby and these group of guys in their trucks came rolling up and said this is my water logan and this other guy i don't know i don't recognize was like this is my land this is my water like i have the rights to this and they're like well you know the drill and they uh like pull up their guns logan just straight up took one of the guns punched the guy in the face and smacked Crushed it in half. Breaks like, the shotgun over his leg. Yep. And it was like, you know the drill. It's like, okay. <laughs> what? Where did you see that? It was just, just on, on Facebook. Facebook just Facebook. On their Facebook page. There was a clip of that? Yeah, it was a clip. Damon. That's dope. It was yeah. like a two-minute clip. I need to watch that. Hell yeah. That's hella yeah. cool. I kind of want to watch it. Huh? Yeah, it's no, it's super short. It's super short. Like, Mike's super, super short. And it literally doesn't... It gives you less than what the trailer gives you. Oh, wow. I feel... Like, I've seen enough, and the more I see of this movie, I get more and more excited about it. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, I think I'm like, I'm, I, I'm I've gotten enough. to the point, yeah, mm-hmm. where like, usually I'll give a movie for this show specifically, when I'll watch Logan the trailer, and then I'll watch, releasing? I watch the first week of March, Tony. The first week of March, mm-hmm. okay. Wow, that's hella yeah, soon. Like, Dude! next month. The first one to start off oh, John superhero Wick, season. Though. John Dude, Wick, That this John Wick, though, lighting that candle. Wick. This weekend? John Wick comes out this weekend. Wait, John Wick comes out this weekend. Weekend? weekend? This weekend? <laughs> Wait, really? Is that confirmed that it's coming out this weekend? Shut I don't up! know, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hashtag this weekend. But to answer your dumbass question, yeah, it is. Oh, you should be, it you is. should be the marketing agent. Oh my god, I'm so Dino, excited. Right? Dude, if it's in Dolby Atmos, we gotta see that. Yes, yeah, so of course it's gonna be in Dolby Atmos. Yeah, we'll talk about like, yeah, we're gonna go see this movie. Let's get our tickets. Uh, we'll talk about that after the show. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jeremy, do you remember this? The the. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. If you want to talk about it later, we can. I just I sent you. Remember, guys, I sent you. Are you a about picture? to go off the rails? A little bit. Not really, though. I mean, it's still technically like. Is it related culture. to Logan directly? No. It's John Wick. I just want to say, did you guys remember the 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 small poster that I sent you mm-hmm. of the new the new John yes. Wick? Yeah, all those, all... John Wick, the yeah. weekend. Okay, is that all it? All right, let's all right, <laughs> let's, uh, let's jump on to the next topic, uh, which is 
Let's talk about the Pirates of the Caribbean Super Bowl teaser. Dude, I'm so excited. Dude. I haven't been excited about a Pirates movie since three. Same. Same. The I wasn't even excited about Pirates. I didn't like Spider Pirates too. So yeah, I was you like, only I liked the first one, right? I liked. I liked. Yeah. I love you. The first I think one. you. When was the last time you saw two? In its entirety, in theaters. Yeah, you I to- hated that movie. I walked out of the theater and was just like, I did not enjoy that at all. Wow. Like, interesting. I really liked two. Yeah, man. Really, two and yeah. three is so good. I love that trilogy. It's such a solid. The third trilogy one to me. is definitely weaker, but yeah, the second absolutely. one is really strong. In Maybe my opinion. it was just so- I wasn't expecting. What I saw, I, I might it might have been like a problem. You do with that a lot. Yeah, it might have been, and I was even younger then and, and knew mm-hmm. even less. Like now, I can sort of fix my expectations yeah. because of constantly being disappointed. <laughs> so, and uh, also you just you know a little bit more about filmmaking. Yeah. So I feel like there's yeah. parts that you'll appreciate and like we'll probably like yeah. the movie a little bit. More. I had to be like say, seventeen when that movie. Every came time, out. Davy Jones is one of my favorite characters of all Davey time. Jones. Animated character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this trailer, your boy Will Turner and Jack Sparrow pop Will up Turner. like, "What's up?" And he's got them young, them young barnacles. Like the barnacles. He's on a his barnacle face. boy. Ooh, ooh. How long barnacle, has it been? Got you that think? barnacle bone. How long has it been? Uh, yeah. I think it's been like one week since he's looked at me. I knew you were going to say that. It's probably been almost ten years. Yeah. Because ten years. It, I, I imagine in the continuity. How long? He wasn't in four, was he? Mm, yeah. He's not. So there are four. Yeah. yeah. This is five. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> you, guys, you guys know I auditioned for a role in that movie, right? Yeah, I, I did. Know. Yes, yes, I knew that. Yeah, I was, I was really stoked. I thought you were gonna get yeah. it. Then yeah, I, t- I filmed that audition. You did film that audition. Yeah, of course I knew. Uh, I was there. I didn't sign an NDA for that. Oh, you didn't. So I didn't. Would you like to tell? Should I? Should yeah, I talk you didn't about sign the NDA. Character? So fuck yeah. <laughs> Say so, it. So, so I, Jack Sparrow dies at the end. So Jack Sparrow dies at the end. No. Uh, so <laughs> this is, that was false. This is a potential spoiler for the movie. So this is your chance. This not, is not really that big of a deal. I don't know any lines of dialogue at all. But I auditioned for young Jack Sparrow, like a younger version of that character. And from what the audition entailed, it, it, there were no lines. There was no... Uh, dialogue. They just wanted to. They just wanted the mannerisms. Yeah. Uh, and so that's literally all I did was just the mannerisms. Hmm. So we could be seeing a young Jack Sparrow pop up. So we could be seeing a young Jack Sparrow pop up. Most um, likely. That is literally all the only information that I have is that the character. I wonder ha- if it's a flashback. That that's what I think too. And the character didn't have any lines. So like in in the audition they didn't have any lines. So either that that's for one of two reasons. Either they didn't want people to have leaking script. parts of the script. Yeah, yeah. which would make the which most would sense. make sense because assholes like me are talking about it right now. <laughs> and then uh, and then second, um, it's for like a sequence where there's no dialogue that you would imagine. It was a very last minute audition. They were like, they were literally like, hey, they saw your picture, they liked you, they wanted you to audition it's literally if you get the job it's in two or it was in like three weeks so i would have had to fly to i think like canada or wherever yeah i don't think there's more than a a couple lines of dialogue if any yeah because there was almost no preparation they were giving so uh there you go end of end spoilers that's (laughs) that's it just nothing crazy but interesting nonetheless Uh, young so are you excited about this like does the trailer look cool to you okay so to give context to my opinion on the pirates movies i love the first one. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Probably one of my favorite movies. I just had so much fun during that movie. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Uh, the second movie, Lukewarm. The third movie, I was like, I'm done. I saw the fourth movie, 
for some reason. Wow, I, I didn't even see the fourth Dude, movie. I, see I saw like small, small amounts of scenes. You cannot pay me to watch that movie again. Yeah, that movie <laughs> the was fourth movie. garbage. <laughs> that movie was garbage that was like spewed out of a garbage disposal that fucked up. And like it's, like, it's all brown. My problem with that movie is Damn. like I, I know a lot of people worked really hard on it, and mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm sorry. It, it I was actually supposed to work on that. It was super. Pirates Four. Yeah, that's crazy. Four. It's I one was, of the most expensive movies. I just I ever. watched the story. I was like, this is boring. It feels like it's a cash grab. Yeah. It doesn't feel like there was any heart or soul put into this. I truly, personally, don't believe that Jack Sparrow is a leading man. Agreed. I think that Jack Sparrow is an amazing supporting character. Mm-hmm. At, but the original movie was so good. Because it was Will Turner's story, it it revolved around him. He was he was a more interesting, I think, compelling leading character. Agreed. And but Jack Sparrow was an amazing supporting. Like Jack Sparrow made the movie, but it's only because I'm he was, sure was a nominated. He so, yeah, he had so many. Yeah, he had so many awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome well, roles in that film, man. The arc throughout the rest of the trilogy is still kind of Will Turner's story, just it told is. in the perspective of Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Did you, you just, see? Do you see the problem in that? Yeah, in that exact yeah s- uh, sequence of words that you just put in. Like the problem is, it is still will. It is kind of Will Turner's story told through Jack Sparrow's perspective. Yeah, so it's Jack Sparrow's story, <laughs> right? Is, is, that, whole, is that your problem with the trilogy that you wish it was more? No, cent- it's still on will. will Turner's story, just Jack Sparrow's perspective revealing Will Turner's story. It's, it's kind of like Ex Machina. Though not nearly as great of an example. (laughs) (laughs) The movie, the entire story circles Jack Sparrow and Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan are here on the outside. Like, no, I wouldn't say they're outside. They're within the circle, but it's a circle with Jack Sparrow in the middle. So you're telling me this is the circle. That's where you are. That's where that's where Jack Sparrow is. And then on the side you are. This is the circle. That's where you are. Okay. Yes. Sure. No. Um, Meet the parents. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No. No. No one really. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just didn't enjoy the movies when I watched them almost ten years ago. Mm -hmm. So, do I need to watch those movies again? Yes. Will I watch the fourth one again? (laughs) No. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't. (laughs) So no. I'm not even. I feel like I don't even need to watch the fourth one to see the the fifth one. Yeah. No. There's no. No one needs to watch the fourth one, you guys. The okay. fourth one was basically like a, a spinoff. This one seems like an actual sequel, oh, okay. which is why, sorry, I, I took way too long to get here. I am very excited about this movie. It looks fantastic, and it looks like a return to form. Yes. So, Dude, those yes. visual effects. Visual effects are Dude. off the boat. D- oh. I don't see what you've done, did I they? D- I saw what you okay. did, Hey. Well, the set. okay, Dude, you need to see the second one again because I think you will appreciate it a lot me more and, now. Me and right. Jeremy have watched that You're movie together. Right. Yeah, like, that shot where where Dave. Hey, spoiler alert! Davy Jones dies. Uh, when Davy Jones' heart gets stuck with the yeah. freaking with the knife and the tentacles, it just oh starts my god, up. dude! That that specific shot. I mean, like the first time you see him, you is that like, in the third Damn. one? Uh, third it one. is in the third one. Yeah. but like just in general, like his yeah. character. And and specifically like hit like how how mm-hmm. how how they do uh, that to this day, the scene where you first see Davy Jones, the intro for Davy Jones in the Pirates Two, is one of the best intros to any villain character I've ever seen because it established what kind of person he is, why he's there, and 
and what he can do and what mm. he can do and it was so powerful but mm-hmm. then as the story unravels and especially in the third one where we see more of mm-hmm. why he's doing things and mm-hmm. his past and stuff dude that organ sequence do you fear I, death I actually dude. was just as you were explaining that I think you triggered a light bulb moment yeah. where I think that one of the biggest reasons why I didn't like two was the cliffhanger ending is that I thought it was going to tell a complete story and it didn't. Oh. And I was like, I remember being very jaded about that as a 16 year old Danny or however old, old I was at the time. A 16 year old Danielson. Yes. Uh, I remember being like, that's it. Are you serious? You're going to end it on a cliffhanger and make me wait three years for the sequel. <laughs> it was like a year, I think. But you soon got over that. Huh? I mean, you got over that that methodology with superhero movies. Yeah, no, I mean, I because I grew up. I was, I, like, <laughs> I grew up. You're, did you <laughs> really? That's though? a good way to did say. Did you really? I mean, more than being 16. Can you more imagine me when I was 16? <laughs> I'm actually looking up pirates. When did Pirates Two come out? Pirates Two, I think. Oh, Dude, and also, not even to mention two? at the time. I wait, 2005. Not even. No, fucking at the time, 05. the visual effects for Davy year. Jones. It had to have been 06 or 07. <laughs> what? What's up? Uh, so the visual effects for Davy Jones mm-hmm. when he first walks onto that uh, the ship. Yeah. When he gets revealed in Pirates Two, the amount of work that went into the lighting references. Mm. I can imagine because that's a night shot. It's like yeah, all- it's a night shot, but like it matches perfectly with the live action footage yeah, and the people standing right in front of them. It's ridiculous. It ILM, make man. Sense. Industrial Light and Magic. If you didn't know, it didn't all the visual effects or most of it for all of the movies. Mm-hmm. 2006 and 2007. <sighs> I was 16 and 17. Mm-hmm. So I was a, I was a dumbass. <laughs> all right. So I need to watch the movies again. Long story short. Fair enough. But you're excited. Are you, are you excited Very. for five? Hell yeah. You didn't see four? Yeah, you don't need to, man. You you don't need to. Transformers The Last Night. Which one is this? The 17th movie? <laughs> it's the 16th. Fifth, so we got the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie and the fifth Transformers movie. It's five, movie. right? Yeah, it's five. Yeah, it's five. What'd you guys think of that teaser? That's the looks, thing. Go ahead. You go first. I don't want to want to see this movie, but I do really <laughs> bad. <laughs> Same. And not, I don't care at all what the story's about. I don't even know what the story's about based on these trailers, but just visually, I'm just like, wow, this is Honestly, this is I don't even know what the story's about in the third and fourth one. True. I don't even know if there is a story. Yeah, explain <laughs> to me the plot of three. Plot. No? Cool. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, I mean, really... it's not that it's overly complex that I couldn't keep up. It was more just kind of just not really too memorable. Yeah, it's not memorable, and it wasn't... What? What? Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited to see this movie. Like, so excited. Just not because of the story or the plot or, <laughs> like, I want to see... Which does look fun. ...more of Mark Wahlberg, which I do want to see Mark. more of Marky Mark. He's Hel- cool. Hella... Anthony Hopkins, dude. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Not that I want to see Anthony Hopkins in a Transformers movie. What? I mean, I don't what year not is want this? to see that. That's <laughs> true. I actually yeah. want to see that a lot. I never thought I'd actually say that either. What part do you guys think he's going to have? Is he a bad guy or a good guy? He seems like a good guy. He seems, like, he seems like your wise mentor type character, Obi-Wan. Hmm. 
the guy uh, or like uh, the let them fight guy from Godzilla. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Well, I like uh, so is. I was I forgot to say or I didn't finish saying I'm excited to see this movie be- specifically for the visuals. The uh, this is one of the first movies to be shot on Red's new cam new sensor, uh, the helium sensor, which is 8K. And I think it's the VistaVision sensor, which is bigger than Super 35 millimeter. So that field of view is wide. Explain that uh, what that means to someone who is completely unfamiliar with the words that you said. Think the Hateful Eight except digital. So it's very, very crisp. If you see it in large format, it will fuck your eyes out. <laughs> It is a lot of detail and a lot of information. <laughs> yes, and also if you notice, if uh, in the trailer for Transformers Five, you see that the certain shots like are full screen, and then some are like uh, widescreen. The full screen shots are the one shot on the new camera, like the full frame version of it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to explain this in layman terms. Um, bigger sensors, no, you I have mean, a that, wider that, field of view. That so, seemed. That makes sense. To wrap it up. Yeah, so like the the depth, the distance between objects appear larger and deeper. Gotcha. Like you're looking to a bigger window rather than looking through a tiny camera. Yeah. Gotcha. You know? So th- I mean, this is the perfect movie to test out that new sensor. Very yeah, true. totally. The scale in these movies is always so yeah. enormous. And this one seems the biggest we've ever seen. Yeah. You kind of sh- get that effect even in the fucking title sequence, like the motion graphics of the Transformers logo mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. They they incorporated that into yeah, the yeah, way yeah. the movie looks. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's why I'm I think uh, I think James Cameron is just waiting for 10K in order to get the Avatar movies done. <laughs> <laughs> he's already working on it. Dude, I'm sure there's some revolutionary thing he's going to add in these movies I'm just that gonna, we're, that's we're what just going to find out as we see the movie. Exactly. Yes. It'll be in 4D. You know what I thought was super dope? I really like Optimus Prime's character design in this. Yeah, yes. dude. It looks, it looks like, dope. He actually So does Bumblebee's. Like, they both look pretty sick. Yeah. They all look pretty sick, but if you look at the original design of Optimus Prime, he's got very long limbs. Mm-hmm. He's very long limbs, and he looks really weird. I was never a huge fan of the character models they used for the Transformers films, but this is the first one where I'm like, Optimus Prime looks freaking yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. He looks sick in this. And dude. Well, my name is Optimus Prime. Dude, your boy the Optimus Prime. The merging of practical effects on set with the visual effects is seamless because yeah. a few months ago they released some BTS footage of uh, Michael Bay on set because yeah. he operates all of his movies so he'll have a cinematographer light and you know plan everything out but he'll still be like really closely collaborating with the cinematographer and he'll be the one operating. Um, but Do you think that steps on a cinematographer's toes or yeah, they it depends just... on the cinematographer? Yeah. Really depends on the collaboration because if he's he's looking for something specific, then yeah, he'll operate. If he's an accomplished, people don't know this, but Michael Bay is actually a really good cinematographer too. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he understands that craft. Yeah, um, I feel like I would argue that he understands the technical aspect of filmmaking mm-hmm. better than most filmmakers. It is the the narrative aspect of film of filmmaking that is still polarizing mm-hmm. to many viewers. Yeah. But like visually his his films are crafted mm-hmm. uh expertly. Yes, you can't say that Michael Bay doesn't know his technical mm-hmm. yeah. stuff. Didn't he like invent that like specific sweeping shot 
Isn't that like it, well, the, he didn't invent it, but it was his signature style. Yeah, it was, it was like popularized. His, yeah, it was like he pop. Thank you. He yes. popularized that that idea of like that sweeping. She's seen it every single movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every yeah. Single everybody's Michael ripping movie. him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone's and, and ripping him off yeah, incorrectly. They can't quite do it like yeah, him. Yeah, they can't do it like <laughs> him. He gets it, man. He, he totally gets does. the technical, dude. Every time we talk about Michael Bay and then we give him props, there's like people who hate in the comments, <laughs> and it's just like. I don't understand. Like, you, if you don't like his stories, that's totally fine. But yeah. like, to diminish the man's technical prowess is pro, pro, prowess. Pro, I don't prowess. know. You, you know, prowess. Prowess. yeah. Right. His technical prowess is is. That's why I said I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is you know, it seems like a little bit uh, ignorant. Well, just like which it is, by the way, knee jerk. Yeah, like, oh, I hate his stories, which means he sucks as a filmmaker. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) That's not true at all. There are a lot of filmmakers that don't know story at all. True. And they're they're still filmmakers. Do you know the definition of a filmmaker? They make movies. You know how many filmmakers have a mastery of storytelling but lack the the technical mastery that Michael Bay has? Mm -hmm. Like, if certain directors, like, if Christopher Nolan could tell his stories with the technical mastery that Michael Bay films his film movies mm-hmm. like his movies would be uh, on a completely different level. Oh yeah. Yeah. But Christopher Nolan's movies are also fucking amazing so mm-hmm. that it's kind of an unnecessary <laughs> thing to <laughs> that, say anyway. Yeah, it's uh, It was more you, of a just a using an example of well, Don't you yeah. think that I would say that Christopher Nolan still has a very large amount of technical knowledge maybe not specifically just within film or cinematography but his his technical knowledge on this on the side of artistry is crazy have you ever heard him talk about art like modern or like postmodern mm-hmm. art it's insane that was That's, not a jab at chris no no no, I no, mean, no he's one of my favorite directors no no i didn't, I didn't mean to say it was a jab yeah, yeah, yeah. i just meant in the sense i just wanted to clarify yeah no yeah. i just meant in the sense of like he actually has his but that wouldn't be technical that would be artistry mm-hmm. his mastery of okay his yeah. craft and art Right, technical yeah. in the sense that um, he understands all the mechanics behind making shooting something. Mm-hmm. So, like if his cinematographer was late on set, he could set up and shoot the shoot the scene. Basically, or like yeah. That. Like that's a terrible example, but like, <laughs> yeah, I, close enough. <laughs> well, it's like uh, you know Christopher Nolan storytelling wise and even practical effects wise can do some amazing things i just remember the fight scenes for like the dark knight trilogy mm-hmm. being a little bit they weren't my favorite fight scenes that i've that i've seen especially of batman um mm-hmm. and like that's kind of where that that yeah. comment is derived from you know here's a good example uh, if noel gave me a piece of paper and a pen and told me to write a one-page script telling a simple story i cannot do that for the life of me in within an hour but if i gave noel a camera and told him to shoot a scene i he probably wouldn't know where to start nope that like how do you turn on the camera (laughs) you know how to turn it on what is is the camera format the card yeah i don't know i don't know what the fuck that means (laughs) you just wipe the card listen Stop yelling at me. Okay. Yeah, but just saying, ju- just wipe the card. Just wipe the card. There's no button that just wipes the card. Thank <laughs> yeah, God. Press the button that says I wipe the card. I think bu- there isn't a button, but there's definitely a path that you could take on accident by b- to format a card. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> Who's excited about Transformers 5? I am super excited about Transformers 5. We haven't I- heard anything from Tony about this. 
Um, I'm, inter- I'm interested to see like what Optimus Prime arc is in this. Mm-hmm. Really interested. Me too. Mm-hmm. Is he the main fighting. villain? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like what. It seems like Unicron is, is the main villain. Happening. It does seem like that. Yes. I'm like, what the frick? And also too, like you guys talked about Anthony Hopkins. I don't want to set an expectation in my mind of like who he is, because in my head it sounds like he's that kind of character who. He's like the hermit that knows everything. And the sci- the old scientist. Yeah, I just don't want him to be a bad guy. I, w- I kind of want him to be a I bad really guy. I really don't want like, him to dude, be a bad dude, guy. Dude, he's going Hannibal to be. Lecter is one of the best villains of all no, time. I know that. That's why. That's exactly <laughs> so why like, I don't I just, want him to like, be a bad he's guy. He's so good at being a villain. He's, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. That sucked. I, I really want to see Transformers 5, guys. Same. Yes. Really, we I'm, have to see it in IMAX. Oh, absolutely. Or any kind of large format. I'll be honest, I kind of want to see it in Dolby Atmos because yes. the sound design on Transformers movies are always really dope. Dude, yes. It's going to be Frank and Furter. So, no, no, let me hear that one more time, Noel. What'd you say? Cool. Dude, did you know for Transformers 2, uh, the sound design team broke Pro Tools, the program that they yeah. used to. It's like 150. The 100, 100. They had to like email the guys at Avid, the company layers. that makes Pro Tools, and told them, "Hey, uh, so we ran out of memory." No, one hundred fifty thousand, right? So one hundred fifty thousand layers. Yeah, one hundred fifty thousand tracks, and they <laughs> oh, maxed yes. it out. And they were like, uh, "Hey guys, the, I didn't what? know. I didn't know there was a limit. There's a limit." And they were like, "Oh, okay." So they went back and redid the program, They're fixed like, up the bugs. We didn't know there was a limit. Yeah, we didn't either. We didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay says there is no limit. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess not. Okay. What? 150,000. More than that. There's more than that. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a lot. I, what were they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? I guess that's how you get that sound, dude, because nothing sounds like that. Yeah. There's sounds nothing. like a computer yeah, throwing up. No, it's not even a computer throwing up. It's like a computer pooping or something. It sounds like a computer it's like fucking the, another but it computer. Sounds cool. To dubstep. Sounds cool. What? Sounds like a computer, like a computer. No, Com- no, computers no. don't sound like that. It sounds like the, a stadium of com- of computers at the Computer Super Bowl. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the what computer it sounds bowl. Like. It's a it's it's a stadium full of computers at a computer Super computer Bowl. Radium computer radium at a computer bowl. bowl at the computer bowl. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds like we all need to be doing it at once, and that's what it sounds like. (laughs) 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 They're not gonna listen. They're putting this on in the car. They're probably wondering what the fuck is going on. (laughs) Look at the person in the car. Now look at me. Now look at the person in the car again, and kiss them. And, and, then tell, and then apologize to them profusely for forcing them to listen to this. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's talk about the next one. Transformers 5 looks cool. <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 Super Bowl teaser. Yes. Ga- the Guardians. That young Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, the first thing Yay, he said. Keep us together. So on a scale of 1 to 10, Tony, where you at with this? Uh, you at the fleet? Stop. No, I'm at the wood. Uh, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Fleetwood. Whatever. Um, can we come back to me? Because nope. I need to think so about this. So, one to ten, <laughs> I'm on the edge of 17. 
You're on the edge of seven. I don't get it. <laughs> Dude, you're telling me you like Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks and you don't know Edge of 17? No, I don't. I'm not. A, no, whoa, whoa. I said I like Fleetwood Mac. I didn't say I like Stevie Nicks. No, that doesn't okay. mean I don't, I don't like Stevie Nicks. It just means that I'm not like the you're biggest. Not a huge Stevie I'm not the Nicks biggest fan. of fans of Stevie Nicks. All right. I mean, I'm not from New York, so. What the fuck does that mean? The, the New Knicks. York Stevie Nicks. Okay. I just love how Danny just, he, anytime. Derails he, everything. He just, <laughs> anytime he doesn't know anything about music, he just trolls it. He just picks the word that he knows and then links <laughs> it with something that he does know. <laughs> like his musical cues. Like, oh, it's just God. Like, <laughs> he's like, I mean, I'm not from New York, so I have no opinion. <laughs> cool. What? What are you talking about, You're bro? You're not contributing anything to the conversation. The New York Stevie Nicks. That was sensational. Hashtag the New York Stevie Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that's not how you spell Nicks uh, and Stevie. And, and Nick, like the comparison is completely different. But All right. Completely different. Anyway, Guardians look awesome. Check out our new awesome. show, Off the Rails, coming soon. <laughs> True. So that young, Shameless plug. Hashtag. So, so that young Guardians. How excited are you, Jeremy? I am so excited. I love Guardians, and I want to see what they do with this one. Yeah, man. Because this was also shot characters. under the new red sensor, too. Swag. Smaller version of it, but same sensor. Okay. Volume 1 was your favorite Marvel movie, right? For a while, yeah. Oh, is it not anymore? It's mine. Hmm. Is, it, is it really? Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Actually, no. It's still my favorite Marvel movie, yeah. Until Spider-Man comes out. Until Black Panther we'll comes see. out. Yeah, until Black Panther I don't comes know. out. Nothing is D nothing is D. There's just so me, much. There's just so much coming. I can't I can't even begin to try to like make an opinion on any of it yet. I know it's just it's all it's, coming, man. It's like it's just slot slot going on. Admit it. Really quick, what's what is your favorite Marvel film? My favorite Marvel film. Yeah. A lot for I mean Deadpool. La- last year it was in order, it was Civil War. Civil War, that's right. You so Civil War is your favorite. Was. Was. What is it now? Deadpool. Uh, that's Fox. Oh, that's Fox. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. I, I was referring to MCU. Sorry. Excuse me. My bad. MC- okay. No, you're good. Uh, well, poop. Probably Civil, Civil War. Actually, no. No. Doctor Strange is actually my favorite. Yeah. Sick. Doctor well, Strange is I really like. I really like, when I rewatched it, I had a really, like, big relation to the main character. I don't know why. Who's the main character? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> His <laughs> sh- shut up, because um, <laughs> it's literally uh, you, right? No, yeah, it's literally me. Anyway, Jeremy, it's literally me. <laughs> Can I just literally. give an opinion without you trolling? Yeah, literally. Uh, it's literally me. Um, his journey was amazing, and Benedict, for whatever reason, this pa- these past eight months, I've really he's like been my kind of like my new acting obsession. I've just like dived into his work. Views. Yeah, and he's just he is freaking incredible, dude. Dude, incredible. have you seen Sherlock? Yes. All the even the new season? Not the new season. I saw some of his older stuff though. Dude, I saw a clip from the new one and what the fuck? It's <laughs> so okay. cool. I still need wow. to see it. We've been so busy with everything. Yeah, dude, his he just yeah, oh my, I love that movie. I I mean, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of, you know, the villain. It was very one-dimensional and I didn't really like how uh, you know, the <laughs> the Oracle character was supposed Dermammu. to be yeah, he, Dr- I've come to bargain. Um, I've come to bargain. Uh, no, we know what you're saying, but and then like yeah, I didn't like how it was a white woman and like it's just like yeah, there are issues, but like I still really enjoyed that film. Mm-hmm. I really really enjoyed it. Sweet. And like the That's effects awesome. were freaking yeah, insane. 
your and Dude, yours the is Winter Soldier. So favorite. Doctor Strange, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Dude, the visual effects for Doctor Strange are some of the best in the entire MCU. Oh, agreed. For sure. Scott Derrickson, his direction on how he wanted the magic to look was really smart, intelligent, but yet like artistic and stylistic. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he specifically yeah, told, like, so during the production yeah. meeting, he specifically told, uh, I think it was uh, Double Negative and who else? Scott Derrickson is the director of Doctor Strange. Yes. Sorry, meant to so he sat down with the, the visual effects team and specifically told them that uh, for each of the effects for the movie, I want them to be based off of something practical, like something relatable in the real world. So, for example, the sling ring and the portal effects mm-hmm. are based off of uh, sparks soldering, yeah, from soldering sparks, right? Uh, welding, welding sparks, welding sparks. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, or like steel yeah. wool. Like, yeah. if you, you know, I thought it like the. All right, whatever. You're good. Okay. So, yeah, stuff like that. And yeah. then, dude. So the lighting effects for the portals on set were practical. Were real lighting. Like they built uh, a ring of light representing the portal, and then had people jump through it so that you get the lighting effects on everyone. That's cool. This is the thing. It's. You can never truly CGI lighting and make it look natural. Completely 100% real. Yeah. Like nothing does it quite like the real thing. And then slapping. Unless you're ILM. You but figure out it somehow. ILM is. Is or God tier? It's anomaly. They're an anomaly. Weta Digital is like up there, God tier now They're too. They're all God tier, but like still uh, doing it practically. Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. Dude, still doing it practically and then layering the VFX on top of it. I still think gives a layer of realism that is still you can replicate in CG, but it's like there's something raw mm-hmm. and like. The, it's it like doesn't because there's so yeah. many elements in mm-hmm. the real world that yeah. affect how lighting changes. Yeah, and, like there's all you are on Earth. That means you're in an atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That means there are gases around you, particles in the air that you don't see, mm-hmm. but affects the lighting that much more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam, Sam talked about this. I think or, or Nico did from Quarter Digital. Yeah. And at also one of the on set, you're shooting with a camera and a real lens, and light goes through the lenses in different ways. And yes, there are programs to emulate the effects of a certain lens mm-hmm. and a camera, but it's never the same because it doesn't it doesn't interact with the lighting in the room. Exactly. Yeah, totally. That's kind of like why going along with the Michael Bay thing, he mm-hmm. he's always mixing uh, practical and yeah. digital, and and, and he, and he, he does doesn't well. just doesn't and he doesn't just do practicals just as reference. Like the he chooses what to do practically, mm-hmm. so because he knows that it's going to mix well with the yeah. CG that he's going to do later. His explosions are real explosions, and then they put in the robots after, and it's just like, dude, this guy knows what he's doing. It's yeah. crazy. His technical acumen for this sort of thing is it's just unbelievable. Yes. It's great. It's so oh, man. interesting to watch yeah, behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't know, man. I'm a big fan of Michael Bay. I know I didn't really say a lot in the whole Transformers talk, but... I love Michael Bay movies. You know, I didn't even know that they're fun. That yeah, yeah. You know, and I there's still even, a lot to learn from it. It wasn't even until yeah. I actually started working with with Ismahawk and became a part of the group until we started hanging out with people who had film acumen and, mm-hmm. and an actual technical knowledge of film. And obviously, when you have a technical knowledge, that comes with a bit of an opinion. <laughs> right. Sometimes, actually, all the time. <laughs> um, 
and I didn't know that people didn't like Michael Bay's films <laughs> until I started hanging out with other people that worked in film and and yeah. had had and then that you realized as a major. that he was like a punchline. Yeah, and they were like, <laughs> oh yeah, like Michael Bay, and I was like, wait. What Wait, was that? A, oh, that was a shot of him. Oh, he's bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. Dude, this is an important <laughs> lesson for you guys out there, like starting out in film or just in general. Like, just because you don't like the way a movie turned out or you don't like an experience watching a movie, that doesn't mean you can't take away a lesson from that mm-hmm. experience. Because if you don't like Michael Bay movies, cool. But look at how he does his visual effects, how he plans mm-hmm. his shots and stuff like that. There's I mean, still something to learn. We try to replicate that stuff in our own world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, we're actually taking We're his, taking the best of yeah. every single aspect of filmmaking to try and do it ourselves and learn from that. So it's good to learn from your mistakes, but it's better to learn from other people's mistakes. Yep. So there you go. It's a it's a, a common phrase is a smart person learns from their mistakes, a genius learns from the mistakes of others. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for Guardians. <laughs> me, me me those. Dude, baby Groot. Oh wait. Me? I didn't give my opinion. Give your opinion. Yes. I want to see it really bad. That's cool. it. Cool. That's it. Deep, bro. Wait, when you were watching yeah, the Super Bowl, did you watch that when you were watching the Super Bowl? Like live? I did. And I actually was so it was actually on my lunch break and uh Whole Foods uh had like, had they have this little cool little little eating spot now right next to me and Danny's work. So I, I headed over there for lunch and it was the the game started right as I clocked out for lunch. So I like I like ran over there. It. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's like a two minute walk. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. But I got there a and I ordered walk. they had it was it's a brisk brisk walk and (laughs) (laughs) and when i got there they had this awesome deal for like um you could get a drink and awesome poster Uh, you can get a drink and wings you give me a lot of details about your lunch right now. it was great dude it was great just tell us about the trailer (laughs) and i didn't realize because i was so that's that's part of the it's It's part part of the story experience it's part of the story danny i'm sorry sorry. (laughs) jeez i'm sorry please continue and and i'm i'm dude i'm getting down on these wings and everybody freaking i see everybody like like everybody at once like cock their head up and i hear uh this really awesome like like fleetwood mac song and i'm like i was like wait a minute i like look up and i was like oh shit (laughs) and i just was like (laughs) i got i got like crap all over my face (laughs) like your child yeah it was great it was great that's funny yeah i was i was stoked guys i really like the color like that purple and the gold, yeah, it was yeah. freaking great. Looks dude. really pretty. That's one. Of the, that's one of the things that like really popped out to me. I was like, oh, that was a really cool color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the colors are incredibly vibrant yeah. in mm-hmm. this film. It yes. looks great. Yeah, I love it. Were you watch? Did you watch the game? I did watch the game. Yeah. Did you watch? So you watched all the trailers live? Uh, or you missed some? Of them? No, I missed most of the trailers gotcha. because I was either doing something in between, like working on the new video, mm-hmm. or uh, or I was at the gym. Gotcha. Gotcha. How did you How did you watch the game? Like, would you Where did you watch it? If you don't mind me asking, what I watched, the, I watched it at the gym. Oh, you, oh, you watched it at the gym? Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, I didn't start. I, I was, didn't even think about that. That's a great place to watch yeah. it. I was like, I mean, I'm not a huge football person anyway, but it was on at the gym, so I was like, all right, I'll watch this. Wait, we're talking about football? I mean, football. <laughs> I mean, so, it's the Super Bowl. Come on. Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. It's 
Okay, I'm sorry. En- enough sports talk, but that was a that was a great game, dude. It oh, was yeah. it was very entertaining. So I hear. Yeah, it was entertaining. <laughs> True. I slapped my head a little too hard right there. Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Before, okay. Uh how many trailers left do we have? Uh, that is it for trailers. Okay. It- Can we talk about the War of the Planet of the Apes trailer? Yeah, Bro. I saw that. Sure? I was gonna say yes. I was gonna say something earlier when you when you brought Go it ahead. up. What were you gonna say? Dude. Yeah, dude, dude, she looks crazy. Oh my god, guys, I'm such a big Planet of the Apes fan, and the first two, there's two, yeah, mm-hmm. Rise yes. and Dawn. Yes, dude, both of them so well done. The Rise of the Planet of the Apes was such a big surprise for me because yeah, after that, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, reboot Tim Burton I guess Tim Burton silly ass movie <laughs> so I saw that and I was like huh you know I was younger I was a kid and I, was, I saw that movie and I was like hmm, that was a fun movie it wasn't like great great it was cool and uh, I like seeing the apes again because it reminded me of the original because I used to watch the original all the time mm-hmm. uh, at home with my brother and seeing the reboot I was like okay so they kind of kept the spirit of it I guess but I'm not following along with anything here uh, <laughs> this it's is not little, like the original at all yeah it's a little confusing um and then, fast forward, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, I heard that they were doing a new movie, and the apes were going to be CG, and I'm like, what? This is exciting, because I want to see how they they portray the apes before they became, like, you know, standing on two right. feet, and, yeah, highly intelligent like apes, almost. so I was super excited, and then I heard that uh, Weta Digital was doing the visual effects for us, like, okay, I'm down, let's Wait, do it. Wait, Weta did the visual effects? I, this whole time, I thought it was ILM. I'm pretty sure it's Weta. ILM did like a couple of shots here and there, maybe. Yeah, dude, Weta wow. is like really up there now. Yeah. Like, wow. Wait, if you That's guys didn't not know, even ILM. Weta did that movie, and it looks that good. Yep. Dude, props to Weta, dude. They are the visual, new ILM. Yeah. That's let me crazy. just say that visual effects post houses now have really pushed the limits of what they can do with just small teams. Because if you guys didn't know, Weta Digital. Wow, Weta <laughs> Digital is uh, a branch of Weta Effects um, that Peter Jackson created for Lord of the Rings. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah, Weta Practical Effects did all the costumes and you know the art department stuff. Uh, Weta Digital did all the visual effects, so anything in post. Who did the visual effects for Interstellar? Was that ILM or was that Weta? Or was that That was else? ILM. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing. Okay, so just, just to, you know kiss ILM's ass for a second Weta Digital amazing visual effects ILM they kind of change things every time they do visual effects those interstellar visual effects like broke my brain if you guys haven't seen interstellar please please do yourself a favor I made Tony watch it just for the visual oh my gosh yeah holy crap yo that wormhole shot yeah. was in. I remember being in the theater, in the IMAX theater with Jeremy, me and Jeremy, and I remember seeing the wormhole and just being like, what? It, 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 I like this, turned to Jeremy. Yeah, and you like, were watching the, the, the IMAX film print, so it filled your whole field of view. And you're like, yeah. Dude, and what? We were on the corner. We were literally in the shittiest seats in the house. Yeah. We were like... The back left corner. Dude, Tony, you <laughs> should have seen it in IMAX. I can't no. imagine how you would have done that in IMAX. Because no. like I, I was, he was on the couch, 
in his home with his daughter and he was tripping. Yeah, like, dude. He was just like, if you were in that IMAX viewing, all of your senses would just I would turn been, into Ricky like, Bobby in his first interview. I don't know, do my hands. <laughs> I told you guys the, the story of that movie where the lips weren't in sync the entire movie, yeah. but it was the last showing on the last day that yeah. it was going to be in theaters. And so me and Jeremy were like, well, we're already here, man. We, like, it's not going to be the same if we don't see it in IMAX. So I just put up with it. Mm-hmm. And imagine watching a two and a half hour movie where the lips were not synced. Yeah, the sound was like half a second off. Oh, oh wow. my so God. It's like a Bruce Lee movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> The, That's the, if the visuals weren't I'm so just, beautiful, I would have been. I would have walked out. I could. Yeah. And dude. then they gave me the the free movie pass. Yeah. Because of that, and then they wouldn't let me use it on another IMAX movie. I paid for an IMAX movie. I'm looking at you. Anyway, what, what is that theater? <laughs> Brendan. <laughs> Brendan Theater. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I'm looking at you. What's the name of that theater? <laughs> I was like, Brendan. I was like, wait a minute, there's uh, only one in town. Anyway, yes, that was a great experience. Because anytime ILM does visual effects for another big blockbuster, they they change things forever. <laughs> forever. There's no really? like back. their research into doing the wormhole, the black hole visual mm. effects for that. They, gave they birth worked to with several a, like different scientific papers about exactly. how to visualize black holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they worked with a physicist, Rip. Uh, Kip, Kip Thorne. Thorne. Yeah, yeah, Kip Thorne. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Um, go circling back, full circle with pirates. Uh, when they did the visual effects for Pirates Three, or actually all the pirates movies, they had to figure out and redo their software from the ground up to do the physics for the water effects and stuff like that. Especially for the uh, what do you call it, the Maelstrom in yeah. Pirates Three. Three, yeah. They figured out. Oh, why not? I told the story before, but like. You know how much data you need to push to be able to calculate an ocean-sized maelstrom? So they figured out, you know what, why don't we just cut that workload in half and write a new algorithm to figure out, oh, uh, maelstrom is only a funnel shape, so why don't we just do a funnel-shaped simulation? And they did, and it saved a lot of time, but it still took a long time. (laughs) Yeah. What? Of course, all the Davy Jones stuff, too, like the technology behind Davy Jones's tentacles they all act independently to their own emotion and you can you know dial in like dial in exactly how much emotion you want in their tentacles as he's moving wow. and talking yo what along with him <laughs> moving his head and stuff and then, <laughs> that's what yeah. I mean like I what am, Hold up. that was for the second movie the third movie he did the whole organ thing and he killed someone with the tentacles that was a whole other ordeal that I had to try and figure out Insane. Amazing. Yeah. Well, Amazing. On the other side of it, Weta Digital death? did the effects for Planet of the Apes. Going back to what we we're talking about, those visual effects, which by the way, when Interstellar came out, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes also came out that year. Both companies were nominated for best visual effects. Naturally ILM won. But Weta Digital like was really a close second. Dude, they would have won had the the problem with being up against ILM and Interstellar was it, it posed the me and me and Jeremy had this discussion uh, the other night. Oh yeah! It poses the question: Who do you give the award to? The company that has showed that they have the technical mastery of what they're doing, or of do you give craft. of their craft, or do you give it to the people who have the more uh, artistic mastery of it? Because while the the visual effects for uh, for everything in Interstellar was just as complex as 
as Planet of the Apes, it wasn't creating a real-life ape. It was creating this almost abstract perspective on something that we... That we don't really under, yes, totally understand. That we yet. don't understand. Yeah. We've never seen in real life. Like you, nobody has ever truly seen a black hole in real life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone on record who's ever seen one in real life? No, no, of course not. I mean, so, by definition, it's almost impossible. Exactly. So by visualizing it, you are vi- like everybody's always visualized a black hole or a wormhole as a actual hole in space, an interstellar. Ugh. Basically, made those spheres, and I remember seeing it and just being like, "Oh." I get it now. Just it like, was, no. I think the reason why that stuck with me so much is it wasn't just looking at a visual effect. It wasn't looking at just a story it point. It changed movie. your perspective on real life things. Exactly. exactly. I couldn't exactly. sleep. Exactly. Guys, I Which couldn't is why sleep. they deserve the Oscar. I couldn't yeah. sleep. I couldn't sleep after I saw the movie. Yeah. Dude, so the, where that conversation came from is uh, the debate about why Roger Deakins hasn't won an Academy Award. He's been mm-hmm. nominated 13 times. Tell them who Roger Deakins is. They might Roger Deakins is one of the most accomplished cinematographers of our time. You guys time ever see alive. Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. yeah. No Prisoners? No or, Country uh, for, no country old for men. Old Men? Skyfall. No Country for Old Men is some of the best cinematography of this decade. Yeah. It is sensational. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,. Wait, what else? I was going to say, um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, oh. Hail Caesar. Mm-hmm. All the Coen Brothers films, Pretty right? much, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Um, he's doing the new Blade Runner movie, <laughs> which, uh, oh my God. <laughs> just like, just oh, put your arms Oh my God. <laughs> just judging from the clips from the teaser, it's going to look incredible. So yeah. who is it? Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, Jared Leto, Roger Deakins, Ridley Scott. Did Jack Ridley Scott. Robin Jack Wright. Ridley Scott. <laughs> and Robert Wright. Robert? No, Robin. Robin, my bad. And Robin, Robin, right. Robert Ryan. Dude. Robert Rob. Anyway, go. Reel it back. Uh, what was I saying? Sorry, we're just getting really so excited about that, Roger Deakins. Yeah, where that can't, question came from is that Roger Deakins has been nominated 13 times, hasn't won once, does great work every time. Like, okay, first of all, let that sink in your head. Every time 13. you step on a set of a movie, you pull out your best stuff. Your and it, best. And it's revered by cinematographers all around the world. Mm-hmm. You're Every time, never fails. Never, he's I just, never I won. I don't get it. How the fuck do you do that? Well, I mean, look, look what he's up against. Yeah. Gravity. How is gravity not going to one exactly. win best cinematography? So that's where that question comes from. Because the um, Emmanuel Lubeski, who is the cinematographer for, uh, who won the Academy Award the last three years for Gravity, uh, Birdman, Birdman, and oh, Revenant. Revenant, Yo, the Birdman. same guy in the same the same director, which he made history by the way. He uh, first person to win oh, it really? three oh, times in a row. No, was it? And you are too. And you are too didn't do Gravity. Are you sure? Mm. Who did? Do oh Gravity? no, the twins did. And you are too, right? They're the brothers. Yes, you're right. Sorry, I can't remember who did Gravity. There, but no, it it's, it's, it it's the a same Spanish. That did. Yeah, no, it's a Spanish guy and his brother who did it. I remember. I forgot their name though. We'll figure it out after yeah, the show. Um, but the question was. Who do you give the award to? Someone like Roger Deakins, who has like a complete, clear mastery of his craft and tells the story the best? Or do you give it to the person who has the technical mastery and pushes the envelope forward, pushes the technology forward? Mm-hmm. Because the reason Gravity won, or at least most people agree, Gravity and The Revenant won is because of the way... Innovation. Yeah, innovation behind the technology used be- to how how... To film the actual movie, it made it look like 
one shot. Mm-hmm. Gravity, the visual effects, along with the production design and the way they <sighs> shot he it. He won for the Revenant. Yes. Yeah. Wow. For the Revenant, which the entire movie was basically a one shot. Made it look like one shot. Same thing with Birdman. Birdman. Yeah. yeah. There was so, actually I saw at least three cuts. Yeah. That's a different story, but I mean, there's like that's probably hundreds the of debates. Oh, of course, the thing. yeah. Because some people and you saw three. That's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Those who are, would yeah. you give the award to? Because someone like Inuartu, um, no, sorry, Lubeski, uh, technical mastery. Mm-hmm. Some can argue that the story wasn't as good as the stories told by Roger Deakins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mean do you mean stories of of the visual story that's visual being told? Visual storytelling. Well, both. Because what what a cinematographer does is he takes the script. Talks to the director, talks to everyone, like all the creatives, and figures out the best way to tell the story, represent it on a visual medium. Mm-hmm. So some might argue that the way that Birdman or Revenant was shot did not help the story at all. It was just something cool, that something that looked cool. Even though it did push the technology and the methods and techniques forward, it didn't help the story any better than if you would have shot the movie, you know, in a traditional way so i think we pose the question to our audience because the fact of the matter is we don't have the answer to that question no we can probably go around in circles for the next six days and then if you apply that kind of methodology to cinematography what not to say directing can't be the same so why hasn't james cameron won anything because he pushed technology forward true but his i think actual artistic storytelling some would argue is not does not match. I think the same also goes for acting. I mm-hmm. think the same also goes for uh, any medium in film. So that question goes to you guys. What do you? Who do you think? And, and I understand that it's probably circumstantial, but do you have an opinion on that? Who do you think would be the one who deserves the award more? The guy who shows that he has a consistent technical mastery of what he's doing, or the guy who is. Uh, pushing the technology forward. So, yeah. There you go. Let us know in the comments below. Uh, did you guys want to close out or did you want to do the reader mail thing? It's up to you, dude. I know we you do the reader mail. I know you We'll do you the reader mail. By the way, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, top that. And then I'm so excited for War because War looks oh my like. God, it looks awesome. Looks so much more intense than Dawn, oh and I don't gosh. even know how that's possible at all. Woody Harrelson, right? man. Oh. oh, my God, it looks so good. And the Dude, that visual shot, effects. that shot of him turning Seamless. around. Oh. Me and Danny, like, we, every time <laughs> we see Maurice the orangutan, like, yeah. is that a real ape? That's a real ape. There's no, they used real apes in the movie. No way. Look it up. Oh, it's motion capture. It's uh, visual effects. <laughs> we showed a picture of what? Maurice the orangutan uh, and a regular orangutan like to my girlfriend. Like a real one from a zoo or whatever. And I said, and she hasn't seen the movie, and we're like, which one is from the movie? And she actually thought the real orangutan, or she, yeah, she thought that Maurice was the real orangutan, and then the other, the real orangutan was the CGI. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, like, it, Maurice looks that good. <laughs> what? <laughs> it just blows my yeah, mind. It's nuts. So uh, I let's jump. They, re- I thought that they used real apes, dude. No, they're all. Every single ape is CG. Yeah, there are no real That's apes in the movie. Unbelievable! This is madness. This is bald. All right, let's do the reader mail real quick, and then let's close out. Yes. So Please. this week's reader mail comes from Katie Herzig. Herzig. Yes, Herzig. Katie, uh, if I pronounce it incorrectly, please correct me. I'm sorry. Uh, and she says, "Hi guys, my name is Katie." 
or is it? We'll never know. Well, I'll know because I'm me. Is this the correct way to write fan mail? Am I nailing it right now? I suppose I should wrap up my hilarity and get to the point. Fan mail from a fan. Me. I'm the fan. Well, no, I'm a person. <laughs> Damn it. Sidetracked again. In all serious in all seriousness, I am indeed a fan. Not just of the content you make. Sorry, uh, this is a really small text. Not just of the content you make, but uh, of more specifically of you as people. I know most people come to the channel for MMUs or Minute Matchups or Nightwing the series or short films, and as much as I love those, Hawk Talk is what I love the most. What? I know. I'll explain. I'm a big fan of getting to know people on a more personal level. I like that I have been a small part of watching lives change. <clears throat> watching Jeremy go go from someone that barely said a word to someone that screeches and wears Wonder Woman costumes. It's true. true. Watching Tony become a dad. What? True. Danny feeling comfortable enough to to allow us to see him through a very personal journey. And Noel, well, actually, Noel's been... Con- consistently odd, which has been comforting, which has been comforting in its own way. Yes, and as a woman in this new political climate that has made it clear I am less than having men be so supportive and be outspoken about their support of their female counterparts means more to me than I can put into words. It's about to be a, a scary time to be a woman and/or minority, and all you have to, sh- all you have. Shown a real, all of you have shown a real unity in your stance on those topics. I genuinely, I'm genuinely grateful for that, especially when you have a platform such as yours to speak on those issues. To be able to spread kindness and positivity has never been needed more, and you have made it a point to always get the, that message across. Hawk Talk makes my week better. It's simple. It's simple as that. I work in a stressful environment, but being able to listen to the four of you being utterly ridiculous <laughs> makes me laugh sometimes harder and longer than I than even I feel comfortable with. <laughs> so I just wanted to thank you for being you and for always taking the time to do the show, especially because I know how hectic life can be. Now, because I'm me and I can't be too sentimental for too long, I'll leave you with this. Boobs. Thank you, Katie. That was actually really, really sweet. Yeah, that I like was, that a lot. That was Thank the coolest you. thing ever. I, I wanted to pull that one just because, uh, you know, Katie, y- people like you, people who watch this show have changed our lives, and we feel comfortable uh, being a little bit more vulnerable in front of you guys because it feels like we have created this uh, friendship with all of you. And in many ways, when we meet you guys for the first time, you say you're a fan of Hawk Talk, it... Like we, you know, we'll give you guys a hug and say, "Hey!" Like, and we'll, you know, like we love meeting you guys. Mm-hmm. It it means more. We're fans to of us. you. Yeah, meeting you guys, you guys supporting this show, and you guys supporting our dumbasses, and going along those those crazy personal journeys, and seeing someone become a dad, and watching someone break out of their shell, and watching someone consistently be an asshole. <laughs> is, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, is is something that uh, you know we do appreciate and we thank you guys and so I wanted to read that and just say like we love you guys and and we're glad that it you know we can uh, impact some of you um, and we can entertain some more of you hell yeah 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 does I anybody want to say anything to Katie no uh, me and Katie uh, probably tweet each other at least once a week She's cool. I like her a lot. I see You're, her tweets every day. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's a really cool, cool person. Yeah. Um, 
Some I enjoy got, our cool. our little rants. Do you know our Twitter handle? On Twitter, uh, not off not off the top of my head. Okay, uh, I'll look it up real quick. And um, thank you so much for that. That's awesome. Um, just just based on how much material you, you just wrote us, it really kind of speaks to what kind of fan you are. And um, mm-hmm. I can only speak for myself. What kind of human you are? Um, you're, you're a great human. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. You're, thank you so much. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. Um, and I will never, ever forget uh, how much effort you put into just uh, saying how much you, you, you appreciate us as well. So thank you. Hello, you girl. Yeah, I don't know. Just I don't know how to express emotion. Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, uh, Jeremy. Yes, and I <laughs> don't mean that facetiously. Yes, you don't. Though, it's yeah, okay though. That's true. Yeah, it's all right though. That's why we're here for you. We're <laughs> they, gonna express. They talk for me. We're gonna, that's we're gonna. What the hell? I'm not touching your head. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just feel like that's a little. I mean, I can. We can do it again if you want. That's feel like that's a. I don't have anybody on my left hand side. You just we just go around in a circle. (laughs) Yeah. Now you know what I'm thinking. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's how that works. Yeah. So, guys, if you want to send us your reader mail, let us know what's on your mind. uh, Ask us questions. Uh, We're not just so you guys understand. Like reader mail is not always going to be a platform where you guys have to ask us questions about geek stuff. I mean, we talk about that pretty consistently, and. and that this is more of like a small segment at the end of the show where we can kind of uh, pull back the veil a little bit and just kind of have a conversation with you guys mm-hmm. uh, and be a little bit more personal than just kind of talking about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, no, we're just we're talking about that stuff more with you guys. So, thank you guys for supporting this show. Thank you for continuously supporting our dumbasses. For those of you guys who are supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so much for doing that. If you guys want to check out, uh, Jeremy just put out the new gear review he did with Hassani on some uh, uh, new Intellitech lights. Uh, it's there. It's a pretty dope review show. We're going to be doing uh, reviews on a ton of other stuff. Jeremy's got some really cool plans for the show. So uh, Noel's ASMO vlog should be coming out very soon, and then shortly after that, we'll be dropping off the rails. So uh, sorry it's taking a little longer than expected. Uh, Joker v. Joker and, and life is... Uh, a little bit uh, difficult to navigate around, but we're doing our best and we're trying to make the shows perfect. Uh, before we close out, do you just want to give a quick, I don't know, verbal preview of what they're going to get from the Ismo vlogs? Um, At least the first episode. Uh, uh, the first episode, you're going to get, you're going to, you're going to see where we are now. We're going to see where we are now and and who we've, how this group has grown. Oh, well, that's a cool. I didn't even know that. That's a cool recap. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. You want to give a brief uh, overview of what they're going to get from uh, Esma Vlog or uh, Off the Rails? So Esma Vlogs, we're going to be doing. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to show uh, you where we where, where, where we are. <laughs> <laughs> and where wait we're wait going. I got to do this impersonation now. Where we are and uh, um, how uh, how this group has grown uh, together. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> off the rails. Be, it's wow. going to be us asking uh, what's popping, what's good, who it is. I, I am me. me. Um, yes. Wow. <laughs> so, off the, so off the rails, we everything was a go, guys. We were four, all six cylinders going straight forward, and we were like, okay, Tony, 
we're almost good to go. Is everything ready? Yeah. And then randomly, we all got like, Danny had this great idea. And then we're like, oh, we got to do it now. We got to do it. And was that my idea? That was, was your no, idea. That was your idea. So basically, bro, what we're basically going to be doing, it was totally Danny's idea. And I want him to take credit for it because it was an incredible idea. And we weren't going to integrate this until a little bit later on the road. So, spoiler alert, me and Noel are actually producing uh, another show. I'm not going to tell you the name of that show, but it is a little bit more based in geek culture but it's a more a little bit more comedic slash informational type of thing and we weren't going to integrate this kind of idea until that show and it's basically we're going to be integrating skits so we're going to be integra- integrating like comedic skits built into off the rails so it's it's basically a mix between talk show lifestyle podcast and i guess a good example would be like key and peel family guy style cutaways yeah, kind of. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. How I, that's what that's what I was thinking. Exactly. When it so it, it, it just cuts away, and you're going to see us actually integrate our filmmaking with Jeremy cinematography, Noel, Noel acting, me acting. Still don't I want to guys. We're going to get Jeremy in front of camera. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Jeremy. I don't in front know of what camera. I'm doing. He doesn't, but he's going to do it. He doesn't even get in front of the camera for the podcast. This is a hologram. This is it a hologram. is a hologram. You can't really touch me he's right like now. And they're going to be mostly comedic skits. So they're going to yeah. be comedic skits that go along with the topic of the show. And we thought this would be a great opportunity uh, to mix the sort of filmmaking and not give you Hawk Talk recycled. That's not that's not the goal with Off the Rails is to give you the same thing, just with different topics. We're trying to give you a brand new, visually interesting show that is gives you a reason to watch. Even if you just watch the skit portion, like you can do that, or you can watch uh, the actual uh, whole podcast or really any piece that you prefer. So. Uh, yeah, it's uh, a lot of exciting stuff is coming. Jeremy's Geek Review, Hawk Talk, uh, kind of 2.0, I guess you can call this, <clears throat> uh, Isma Vlogs, and Off the Rails, along with the Minute Matchups and a lot of the other stuff that we have uh, coming. We really hope that 2017 is going to be a big year of growth for us. So please, guys, the biggest thing that we can ask is, is don't just follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on all our social media uh, and just to help spread the word about our content. It, it could be spreading the word of Hawk Talk, spreading the word of, of the ISMA vlog, spreading the word of the minute matchups, off the rails, the, the tech review, whatever. Please just help get the word out for our brand because yeah. we really want to do this. We really want to commit to this, and we're hoping that 2017 will be the year that we can all just dive in and do this full-time. Oh, no, we're doing guys. it. We're doing it. It's it's yeah. we're, we're doing, doing it, it. We're doing it. We're doing it well. Yes, as Noel would say. Also, Fred is going to come here. Uh, we'll be in town. To he's today. At this moment, he's in Albuquerque. No, yeah. I mean right now as we're recording. So when you right. guys watch, he'll be here. Yeah, he this moment, not the moment that's right now. So things will also get better once Fred gets here, and uh, we'll have uh, the John Carl. Our manager on next week's show, Young JC. JC, everybody follow him. The at the John Carl on Twitter. Tell him we said what up, you dog. Tell him we said we can't wait to see you on Hawk Talk, son. Tell him Yolo money, four twenty money, swag, Young Cash money. All right, we love you. Bye. Great say, man. Day, man. Fighter of the night, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Champion of, of the, the sun. sun. The sun. Uh-huh. <laughs>
He's a master of karate and friendship for everyone. Dayman, that's it. That's it. Fighter of the night, man. Champion of the sun, 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 sun. He's a master of karate and friendship for everyone. Dayman, Dayman. You gotta pay the troll toll if you want to get in that boy's hole. Oh! I'm out. Later, Gator. I can't believe Danny just fell down. <laughs> that was a lot. I mean, that, that was some serious commitment. That hurt. That hurt. No, it didn't hurt. Danny. Guys. Guys. Yo, Danny is not a, is not waking up. Oh, shit. No. I'm fucking serious. Danny is not fucking waking up. Is that a up. bone? Jeez. Holy fuck! <laughs> we need to call 911!